Radio. Wrestling podcast featuring Rom and Bomber and Rav and the one and only Peanut. Woo! Jobber Radio. Jobber Radio. Jobber Radio. Jobber Radio. Bitches. Once Matt's done blowing male Asian hookers. This motherfucker has been losing yeah, they, an insane amount of time. The Wyatt aren't from San Jose. A huge announcement. Usually you do this at the beginning of the fucking show. JobberRadio.com Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome to Jobber Radio. I'm going to have to ask you guys, how about you go on iTunes and give us a little review? We would appreciate that very much. If it's five stars... That would be the best because four stars and below, you can go fuck yourself. I'm just going to put it out there right now. <laughs> uh, also, we're on iTunes. Uh, well, I just said iTunes, didn't I? Hold on. Let me uh, let me go to the next thing because this is big. Instagram. I literally just did this the other day because I got tired of always seeing Matt Zion on Instagram and stuff. So I said, you know what? Fuck it. Java Radio. I'm going to start one up. We're going to put some funny stuff up there, whatnot. Who knows? But uh, we got that. We got Twitter at Java Radio. And uh, I'm Jake, a.k.a. Bomber. How about we go around the room and uh, say hello to everybody? How about we start off with Scott? What's going on, Scott? Hey, that's me. I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, how about you tell everybody how to find you and your stuff? You can find my stuff um, at guiltypleasurecinema.com. Also, youtube.com slash Scott. There's two S's in there. Go to GPC. It's fine. It's 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 all over Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. That's my movie stuff and everything. And yeah, and also here, of course, because I'm here more than Matt is now. So, Every, everybody's yeah. here more than Matt is now. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Matt's not even at home. He's like off on some adventure or something. He's on an overseas trip. Yeah. On some foreign tour. He's he's not. He's just a little far out. But yeah. No, no. It's he's he's always got a copy of whatever wrestling's doing. Jeez. And I missed where uh, Rab also, he's out of town as well. He's missed the past couple shows too. But uh, him, uh, Rab and Matt Zion, out. Out right now. They're, they're out, away. And how convenient. Out. We can, that's a topic we'll come back to. Yep. And yeah, they're, on the, they're on the shelf. And there he is. You got, you got Lee. Lee, uh, how can we catch up with your stuff? Uh, well, if you're interested in listening to a bunch of assholes talk about movies, you can go to tmbdos.podbean.com, and you can find my podcasts there. They must be destroyed on site. And uh, you can find all my other sort of relevant links there as well. So, uh, yeah, check that out. I don't know your format and everything, but I have to ask, one day, would it be weird if you had any of us on, just for a random episode one day? No, that wouldn't be weird at all. That we always awesome. love to have we always love to have guests on. So cool. Hey, there you go. There you go. You never know. Uh, hey, Peanut. Peanut's here. Peanut's got something to plug too. What do you got to plug, Peanut? Well, first, this is weird. Normally, when I'm here, I get introduced first, so like I had to sit on my hands for a little bit. I know. I was waiting. Like I had my I had my finger unmuted the mic when you said Scott, so I had to quickly mm-hmm. mute it because I was about to be like, "Hello," but I would have stepped on Scott's. Uh, yeah virtual toes i, I appreciate but, that it's you know, throw me a bone <laughs> yeah and also i don't think you said jabba radio at first God damn no it. sure he sure didn't no I, fu- I i'm glad you called him out okay. on that <laughs> one day i'll get it all right because they always they always, they always <laughs> gave me crap find us on itunes <laughs> who are we oh, yeah, do we jabba even know radio. what episode this is i do we're episode uh, 48 78. okay we're getting close to 50 well, a guys 30 off it's gonna be a big one. All right, so Peanut, what the hell are you plugging? Plug uh, it. Let's do it. Well, I'm not plugging. I want to give a shout out to anyone on the A2E forums or MV Zone forums that are listening for the first time, or have been listening because I didn't tell Bomber, Rab, or Ram any of the other guys from the forums. I actually just decided to post it on there because I was like, okay. "I've done that." So I posted it. One person was like, "Hey, I like this show. You guys should listen." So I was like, "I thought it was neat that." couple guys actually listen to Jabba Radio. I think Cheese does, right? Uh, from nice. the past. Yeah, so it was kind of, you know, kind of neat. So I just want to give a shout out to anyone that actually saw those posts, decided to check us out for the first time, or past listeners. So, yeah. thank you guys. And that's kind of a plug. If anyone here is into video editing, check out addictedtoediting.com for all your 
wrestling video needs. And MV Zone. Yeah, anybody that happens to be listening over there and uh, does remember me, hey, what's going on? Um, one day I may return with one video. And it will be a CZW video. Uh-oh. So anyway. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so it's been two weeks. We've had some stuff go down. We've had some uh, horrible episodes of Raw and SmackDown, I will say. Uh, personally, personal opinion there. Personal opinion. But I think we should jump in first. Payback. What are your guys' payback uh, reactions or like fallout? Do you think it went good? Do you think it went bad? What did you like? What did you not like? Who wants to start off? Who watched the whole thing from front to back, first of all? Let's see if anybody's done that. No, I couldn't even bring I did. to do that. Uh, oh. My expectation was so low that I think I enjoyed the uh, whole pay-per-view wow. more okay. because like, I kind of went in there thinking like, mm, but all the matches were pretty good. It's been like two weeks, and that's like three years in wrestling right now. Yeah. So, like, yeah. My mind's kind of, <laughs> kind of forgetting everything besides the Roman Reigns uh, versus Strowman match, which was pretty solid. The yep, ending was pretty great. I agree. The aftermath, not so much. Well, yeah. I really like yeah. their fast lane match too, though. I was a really big fan of their fast lane match. So, I uh, no, they have good. They, mm-hmm. they, Go they ahead, work man. really good. They they work really good together. Like they really do. It's just the heat is just totally wrong. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> the the wrong guys to babyface and the wrong guys to heal. That's yep, the only opposite. problem. Other than that, those two work really well together. It's two big motherfuckers beating the fuck out of each other, yep. and they do a really good job of it. But, and, I, uh, yeah. and I'm going to keep saying it. I'm going to keep saying it, guys. Roman Reigns, he does not really have that many bad matches. You put him; He's been in there with like a lot of guys. I'm telling you, I know people fucking hate him, but he mm-hmm. fucking has good matches. I'm saying it's, it's very Cena-like. How Cena was always pulling it out, uh, and it's the same kind of idea here. It's, it's a long ways to go for that, but sure. it's so far so good. I mean, he's had great matches with a lot of guys that others don't. So yeah, I yeah, still no, like, want to see more of him and AJ Styles. They had like the best series oh, yeah. of matches. Right. Wow, that was great. Who knows? One yeah. day. Um, and I mean, with payback, I. Well, what was I saying in the predictions? The show should end with Strowman with his hands raised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though, you know, things happened and shoulders and such, but still. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was was there anything on the pay-per-view that really shocked you guys? For me, it was Alexa Bliss uh, beating Bailey for the title. Yeah. I, I didn't think I've, that was way too you know quick, what? I thought. Uh, Zion talked about it. Uh, if we realized it was Bailey's hometown, I think I would have went the other way on that. I, I would have picked well, Alexa. I mean, I, I did pick Alexa, but not for that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did. I did know it was Bailey's hometown, but I was just kind of thinking that for once they might, you know, do something right because it, yeah, they've they do now and then. So, yeah, because they've invested so much in Bailey at this point, and it's just like, wow, way to deflate her. Like, especially, just... especially since Charlotte was going after the first to win both, and right. this one seems like almost like, oh no, no, we'll we'll do this first. Like, well, now yeah. it's not even a really thing. It's just it happened to happen, which is kind of better for the sake of how it should be but yeah it's it's still just a weird thing to do and meh. still like i gotta i gotta say bliss is fucking amazing on the mic as a heel like she is so good yeah oh yeah amazing amazing mic skills yeah and i yeah, it's i kind of like mean... what i was saying uh oh, god damn no go for it go for it <sighs> thank you for the courtesy bomber i was it's kind of <laughs> like what i was saying last time it's like a uh <laughs> Like that double-edged sword, and I'm like all flustered, you know, blushing over here. Mm-hmm. But it's like that double-edged sword where it's like you want Bliss to win because she's so good, but if Bailey loses, it's like she needs more time with the title. So I was like split on it when it happened. I was like, yeah. one hand, I was like happy because like I think we were saying last time, like they can do some good stuff together, but I think Bailey could have used a clean win and then next pay-per-view roll up with the tight because this was a clean win right for bliss it was like yeah and mm-hmm. yeah no i that's the thing victory. that i was when i was talking about in our preview um i did not see them giving bailey the loss here after she looked so strong at wrestlemania beating charlotte nia Jax, and fucking sasha banks like she looked so strong in the very next show she loses to bliss i thought they were gonna like at least keep her going strong clean. for a little while yeah i mean that's what really shocked me. I mean, I really have no problem with Alexa Bliss, um, mm. but man, I, to me, that's the biggest shock of the uh, pay per view. And that's I'm, been her. 
that's been her story since NXT is like the underdog who couldn't really make you know, mm. really couldn't hold on or, or do the big thing. And now that she's on the main roster, it should be that yes, she finally overcame and becomes the big fucking champion who dominates for a long time until Asuka comes up and threatens her again because Asuka's the guy or the woman that she could not beat. <laughs> yeah, and I, I want to make a correction. I just said that was the biggest shock of the night for me. Uh, it was actually Chris Jericho winning. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that, that. was, yeah. that that, was yeah. weird. <clears throat> yep. I... But he's in that situation a lot. Yeah. I, I'm noticing yeah. like he, he, oh, he beat AJ. Oh, okay. Oh, he won the title. What? It, it's... There, there's always I, a, I like don't worry, actually we'll get to sometimes. what you expect, but not the way you expect it. And I am all for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that That's good. And I like how now uh, Owens is already a two-time uh, United States champion. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And the Jericho, longest reigning U.S. champion on Smackdown Jericho, too. Yes, so. Jericho, too. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but with, with, with Alexa and that, it, it's a weird thing. Like, she's really coming to her own in this character and i think part of it is the whole superstar swap they wanted to show that things can happen as a result of this like there's ramifications so i'm surprised there wasn't any other titles that changed hands honestly related to that like dad jericho but that was the whole thing going anyway um yeah. but like like the have the usos lose their tag titles right away or something like that just boom mm-hmm. it is they did that all the time with the draft back then so well, we're getting to those yeah. usos because i got a lot to say about that match coming up at backlash but um but <laughs> well, the before last... we do that we have to talk about the house of horrors match yes i was about to say horrors. yeah we got to talk about the house of horrors okay peanut first of all what was your thoughts on the house of horrors match uh well let's say at the end of the pay-per-view i was watching with some friends and the one guy came in late and they were like oh it was so bad what blah, blah, blah. and he was like hey should i put it on so I can watch it. And one guy was like, yeah. And then three people got up and left. Mm. So that's what everyone thought. Of the match. <laughs> was that like in the ring or at the house was, when they were in the house or at the, in the this, ring? The whole, the whole part of it. Gotcha. Like, the, well, no, the house part, I think it was the, the house, house part. part. Okay. Yeah. Cause they split it up on the show. Yeah. Okay. Mm. <sighs> Yeah, um, that's my only thing I can say about yeah. it. Are, are they, are, are, were, were they, okay. So here's my question for this fucking just catastrophe of a fucking bullshit match. Were they trying to sell to us that this was done in real time? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So be, so it was daytime. They filmed it a week prior in Missouri. Yeah. yeah. So it was daytime, but it was yep. nighttime by the time the show was going on and it was yeah. dark out, but it was daytime. So are we supposed to believe that Wyatt and uh, fucking Orton were in some parallel dimension or something? Yeah. Yeah. And, Matt- then, and and how how the fuck does how how the fuck does Orton get back there so quickly after being pinned under a fucking fridge when his car was stolen? Right. And who's the his limo driver? Um, who's that guy? Um, did, did he call an Uber? What the fuck yeah, is going I, I on? Do, I do like the limo driver heel turn though. Basically, all okay, I'll drive you sure. Um, yeah. yeah. No, it was filmed in like it was nighttime because creepy, but it the pay per view was in California, so it was still light out during that point if you looked out your window like oh they're here wait it's it's light outside what yeah i don't I, <laughs> like I, mm. you had the whole east coast or the west coast going no yeah and i, I get special disbelief but that's so basic of a simple thing to have done and if they just had it indoors in this boarded up house and then he came outside and he's blinking oh it's bright out oh no that's all you gotta do just you little these, little notes like yeah. that. A bunch of us are involved in film stuff. We know that's all. Just do that. You're fine. You can have the gloomy atmosphere and then get outside. You got or really Ray Wyatt has magic darkness powers. Oh, apparently, because you have a backwards <laughs> fucking tractor going on. Yes. Fucking, oh, my God. Yeah. The backwards well, he does, tractor. Orton yeah. does too, remember? Orton made his they, eyes glow when he was infiltrating the Wyatt family. Oh, right. What really so made me mad was they foreshadowed, like, the attic. And then they just never went there. They stayed on, like, the second floor. Then they went back down yeah, to yeah, the... But, like, why would you do that? Like, let's hang out in the kitchen with no knives in it. Yeah, I... And I, the very small couches. I just want to comment on the small couches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bray Wyatt is not a comfy man at home, apparently. I, I will say this. Uh, first of all, yeah, I don't know how they fucking overlooked the the whole night and day, the whole time, uh, time difference and whatnot. I, I don't know who the fuck just how they overlooked that. That was, that was a big bonehead move on somebody's part, but I actually really liked the idea of doing stuff. And if you heard in the, uh, when we did our predictions, I was saying like, I hope they do something not in the ring and they do something at a different, like on location somewhere, like in a warehouse or some shit. But I really did like the idea 
that it was going to be in an actual house and they were destroying shit. I, I liked how like Orton got thrown through a little bit of a like the the wall that went into like a closet and stuff. Like just destroying the mm. house is a, is a cool idea and a cool concept. But they really did for me, and I was pumped as soon as I saw them like go in the house. I'm I'm not even gonna lie. I was actually probably alone on this one. I was I was pretty excited. I was like, wow, they're gonna go in there. They're gonna fuck shit up. They're gonna smash yep. windows. They're gonna do all this stuff. And every in it actually, and as everybody else probably felt, it was such a big letdown. I wanted it to finish, start and finish there at the house. I don't know how they had to fucking finish it, but when they left. It killed everything. The little tiny bit of cool idea they had was killed as soon as they had to come back to the arena and finish it in the arena. That was stupid, and, but man. And and the yeah. whole like, the thing, like you're saying, like you got excited when you saw the house, like, oh, they're really going to do something different yeah. here. Okay, what are you going to do? I'm intrigued. I joked about that before, like how it was the thing we were least expecting or least looking forward to, and yet you kind of want to see what they're going to do. Like... What are you going to try and do here? And this was um, and then they did. They started out like, okay, you're doing this. And then you're just kind of punching each other and pushing into walls. Yeah. And it was kind uh, of the thing. It was, it, was, uh, it was Wyatt going from room to room, hiding in little closets, waiting for Randy Orton to stumble yeah. in, look at the dolls, and attack him. And, so if yeah. you look at it from that perspective, Wyatt was just comically like tiptoeing through the house. like. And, oh, yeah. Uh, it blows my mind. It was and this it is our so former much champion. potential. So much yeah. potential. Apparently, this was, um, for what I understand, this was this is something that uh, Michael P. S. Hayes has been pulling for for a long time to do a match sort of like this. And so I he, love the he might be a little bit, he might be a little bit behind this, and it it just stinks of let's rip off fucking uh, broken Matt Hardy in TNA. And let's also rip off like American Horror Story and like well, try to combine those two things together and let's and the make house, it really terrible. The house had a Resident Evil Seven feel. I thought like they're going <laughs> for that kind of creepy, creaky thing. They really should have went. Hey, Matt, come here. We know you can't do broken stuff, but you want to help out? In a personally for me, he's there. In, like fuck. In my backyard wrestling days, we had a thing where one of my character, I was a character called Hardcore Harry, and I seen on Job Radio. Yeah, as seen on Job Radio. <laughs> if you want to watch our backyard breakdowns, but anyway, who knows? I might show this one day. I my my parents actually own a trailer park, right? Okay, in in North Carolina, they own a trailer park, and we were get they were like trashing a trailer, so. My parents said, hey, go in there, and you can do whatever the fuck you want. Go in there and film. So we went in there, and my character was like, okay, this is his, like, trailer. He lives in this trailer, right? And these three guys came in and jumped me, and we fucking destroyed it as much as we possibly could. So when I saw something like this kind of a uh, an angle with this, I, I had flashbacks, and I remember how much fun we had. I remember everything we destroyed and we come to, and we come to this and I'm not even gonna lie I would put my shit up against what Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton fucking did in the mm. house of horrors it was not good and I don't usually talk no. shit about a lot of stuff no, but that done, shit was a big letdown. you did better in the backyard ones we saw where you got the fence involved and the, the yeah, stuff right like exactly. you absolutely did more with that and yeah. this is a multi-million dollar worldwide company yeah they just sure had the production, production levels are different but yeah yeah um the other thing is did Bray did he, like, find a house? Is this his house? Did he steal a house? It, Did he break into a house? Well, they, he... never, they never specify any of this shit. Like, like where the, the Wyatts aren't from San Jose, so no. why has he got a house in San Jose? <laughs> well, well the, the old burnout church in the last match, too. It's like, is that Wyatt's, like, the, the vignettes up to the, building up to the last match, is that Wyatt's fucking church? Or what the fuck is going on? Sister Abigail, whoever, whatever mm -hmm. the fuck that's supposed to be. Is that buried under there? Whatever. It's just it's just all really badly written shit. It, where, where what should have really happened is god damn it, and I know I know for I, I will I will go on a limb and say, although I've never talked to the man, I don't know the man's mind, I know for a fact that I think Triple H wants blood back in the WWE just have a goddamn fucking hardcore fucking toughest shit match with some fucking blood in it and build some fucking heat yeah that's what talking. these two needed they now don't need talking. this fucking movie bullshit crap 
that no one gives a fuck about. The audience totally shit on this. And the fact that they broke up the match into two parts and tried to recontinue it in yeah. the fucking arena, the audience yeah. really shit on that. Because well, at that point, it's like, who gives a fuck anymore? Also, when you're doing a taped segment like that, you can easily do whatever movie fake blood you want to do because you just, right. you know, cut, go in, do whatever you got to do, and then you resume it. And the funny and thing you is... edit that out. That's so easy to do when you're doing it like that. When it's live, that's always been the problem. Yeah, but then when they... But they do it live. They post it on WWE. When they post on the YouTube, they would have to have someone make it black and white. Right. No, but I'm I'm actually saying there are ways they could have done it if they wanted to. So you mentioned that, and they did that actually later in the night because when Roman got attacked, he start he. I assume it was a tablet, a blood tablet, whatever they whatever they do now. Yeah. Yeah. So they had blood then, which I was shocked as fuck when I saw him bleeding. It's funny how Roman bled, but yet they have a House of Horrors match fucking around in a house and nobody bleeds there and I, that's ah, and that know. that is something i was going to say like they, they've got a big problem with establishing things through the show because those stairs are not equivalent to an actual refrigerator yeah exactly yeah <laughs> and yeah. that yeah. ruined everything that fridge bit ruined the thing for later on because you're like i just saw him he's fine and those stairs are hollow they might be heavy sure and that's a big man doing it but yeah. No, Even that's in, a fridge. In, I know what fridges are like. Empty fridge. It's it's not light, guys. No. And and everybody <laughs> knows that because everybody has one and mm-hmm. it but the stairs are different and yet they don't look that heavy and they're really not. But uh, I don't want to like, keep droning on it, but uh, didn't Orton technically kind of beat Bray White there? Because once he got in the ring, Orton was like already there waiting for him. So like wouldn't that mean that Orton kind of beat him uh, to the arena? No, it, yes. it was like it has to finish in the arena. It's oh, what Cole was saying, yeah. I think. Nah, so, yeah. like, what if like he just never showed up? Were they eventually going to be like, all it's right, the race to the thing. arena? Like, they it's did. eleven o'clock. Start the ten count. They like, did uh, mention that it would be by forfeit. Yeah, they did mention that on the. Uh, yeah, okay. they just this is a made this is made up shit on the fucking and fly, man. The it's overall so thing we said this before, but the fact that this was the Raw pay per view, the first one after WrestleMania. And we've got the SmackDown champion facing the former champion getting his payback match, but not for the title. Presumably, they could have storylined this out by saying he doesn't get to have it because he's on Raw now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he gets his revenge on Orton. And yet the Raw champion, nowhere to be found. Right. Like, that doesn't make any sense. They're like, hey, Brock, come work this one. We'll see you in a month. Like, yeah. one date a yeah. month. That's all, it's all we ask. Yeah, Brock I mean, Lesnar doesn't even need to show on Raw to sell matches. Like he doesn't, yeah. and but, yet they're not even having. Mm-hmm. The but I do want to just I I kind of want to say like just like Peanut said I he liked Payback. I actually did like Payback overall. This was the one thing that I did not like. I know we're kind of shitting on this, but I did like the event overall. Like a lot of the other matches were really good, but this one was just it had so much potential and threw me off, threw me out of it. This it, one, this one put it like thumbs in the middle leaning down for me this one match like totally kind of really this one match like it was yeah, enough, it, it was two segments but it, it, it soured a lot it just really like did. Did. anyone did it 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 tanks it well it yeah. was the same thing where it's like it had good momentum and then this match happened and it was just like oh yeah it just uh, stalled everything this, didn't it? that's fucked. yeah it's like now we have more yeah. <laughs> like I'm, yeah we still we still got more to look like forward to oh boy yeah all right well Anyway, uh, any last thoughts about payback before we uh, move on to like the most recent stuff going on this week? They should pay back the money. Well, let's see what uh, Matt Zion <laughs> and Rab thinks. Matt, yeah, Matt Zion did post a uh, review, so it is on. We do have the playlist right here on Job Radio, uh, yeah, YouTube. If you want to check it out, uh, we don't. Uh, we don't plug uh, competitors, so <laughs> competitor. Oh, he's a competitor <laughs> now. Okay. But uh, yeah, hey, once he shows up, then he'll start being. No, he, he's, he's fine. He's just busy right now. Yeah, he's working another territory for a couple months. Yeah, mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but make uh, the fans miss him. So a couple uh things that kind of like breaking news almost is hey guys, Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella or Brie whatever the fuck you want to call her now had their kid. Did you guys see that? Yeah. It's going to make some great Total Divas episodes, so I'm really looking forward to it. I bet you are. Um, But what the fuck? I didn't know about the name until I just saw the announcement. Oh, yeah. Birdie Joe Danielson. What in the holy fuck is that? Yeah, because they do bees because he's he's actually Brian. So So 
Brie, Bella, or what? Why not Brand, uh, fucking Brandy or fucking any or yeah, Beth or some what, shit? What, what the Birdie? And I forget what the J stands for, but that's all. Like it's like Joe, because it's Joe. family history has that. Has the initials or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, they're just so, they're just setting them up to be a serial killer. That's all there is. Three names. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> B.J. Danielson. There you fucking go. B.J. Danielson. B.J. Danielson. Well, yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. No. So. Uh, yeah. That's not a joke. That's. <laughs> yeah. No. No joke at all. That's yeah. the thing. But that's uh... better than Birdie. <laughs> yeah, it no, is. That, that is that is a rural thing, though. I mean, uh, I, I live in a very rural part of Canada. BJ is a common name around here. You'll have yeah, like two, really... two initials. I mean, you know, it with, unironically. Weird. Yeah. But hey, there so. you go. So, okay, the biggest, I think the biggest news out of uh, WWE right now is Braun Strowman injured elbow. He's going to have to have some work done. He's going to yeah. be out for an extended period of time. But, Four but, to eight weeks, they were saying. Yeah. yeah, but he's been he's been in, he's actually had this injury for a while. He he actually decided. That's what I mean. Like they, he actually decided to get. Yeah, I was gonna say it's weird. Like they definitely had. Like they definitely knew. So it's weird that like. Oh, I mean, yeah, I guess been, like if it's his decision. He'd been yeah, working like the whole European tour, and they wrote him off on TV yeah. on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> no, this so. is this is a this is a smart move. Actually, uh, honestly, um, I mean the way they've been no, treating hurt, yeah. the way they've been treating his character lately, where he's. Where he's feuding with a fucking enhancement talent for some stupid reason, Kalisto? which makes yeah, I mean, it makes no goddamn sense. I mean, mm. they had a and actually they had a good opportunity of Kalisto too after the fucking dumpster match. Like he comes back wearing the like awesome black costume and shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. they could have built that up to something where he comes back after a few weeks after his injury and do some vignettes where he's super serious now and he's changed because he got destroyed by Braun, but no, he just comes in the next week, doesn't look like he's injured at all, and he's wearing a new costume, and they don't do anything with it, so it's like, it's bullshit, but, I mean, Braun, they need to keep him fucking healthy, so it's the right fucking move to put him yeah. put him on the shelf for a little while, and, uh, I mean, he's not gonna lose any fucking heat, because... No, of course not, he's definitely a, not. Oh, they're he's gonna be best. so excited when he comes back in four to yeah. eight weeks, whatever it is, they're, they're, they're yeah. not... It won't be long enough to miss, to forget him. Yeah, it'll be super good when and, he comes back. But that's going to leave a lot of like, because Extreme Rules, uh, I heard it was rumored to be Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns in an ambulance match. So yep. now that that's going to have to change. And, and then the July one was rumored to be Braun and Brock. The Great Balls of Fire. Is that what we're talking mm-hmm. about? That's we're talking about Great Balls of Fire. Right now. They picked that. Yeah. Wait, I thought Great Great Balls of Fire is first, and then it's Extreme Rules. No, right? no, Extreme yeah. Rules no, it's is backwards. first. Yep. All the way around, yeah. But I mean, really, do we want to see? Do anyone? Does anyone want to see Braun and Brock that early? Though, shouldn't this be something that should be built up for a while? It should be so, built up, especially since I've seen slam. it in two rumbles. Yeah. So I mean, that it it it's actually kind of a good thing that he's injured on the shelf because yeah. if they have any goddamn brains in their booking committee or writing team or whatever the fuck you call it now, <laughs> they they should take some time and plan this out where they have fucking Braun. Do an extended, you know, build up kind of thing to yep. the match with Brock. make make it special because I mean you only got so many dates with fucking Brock, so you should you just plot this out. Plot These out are the same people here. that gave us Seth versus Joe on Raw. Yeah, yeah I know, I know. After you though. accidentally got DQ. a crazy big feud compared to what you could have had, yeah. and they've done it two times on Raw. Now it's gonna be on the pay per view. It's like <laughs> again, well, no. So. My question is though, with Strowman out, what what is like? What do you guys think Reigns is going to do? Where is Reigns going to go? Because he has he's been busy with Strowman this entire time. He's been he's been doing that in Undertaker. He has like nothing really else, nobody else a feud going on with. Like, what do you think? I I think people are going to gun for him because he's the key to the title. And if they can knock him off, that's a title shot. Yeah, what are we saying? That's the way to go. I was gonna say I was gonna say tag team champions with Kalisto, but I like Scott. Oh my god! <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! Get the no, fuck. dude, I like yours. That's good too. Let's, I want to. <laughs> could you see it? I saw Batista Mysterio had did it. They, so, oh, yeah, don't even bring Mysterio. True. Don't even bring Mysterio up right now. Oh, oh my god. Man. Uh, oh man, tough subject. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sore subject there. Uh, so okay, so all right. Obviously, Strowman out. What does that mean? You, what do you guys think that means for Brock, though? Who is going to be Brock's opponent at Great Balls of Fire? I think, this is me, I'm going to throw this out there. You guys think about it for a second. I think it's going to be Bray Wyatt. I think Bray Wyatt's going to do his thing with Finn Balor. He, they're gonna, it's going to be a short-lived run against Finn Balor. At, uh, I think he's going to beat him 
at Extreme Rules, and that's going to put him up in the top spot, and he's going to go up to face Brock. That's just me, though. That's just me. I don't think they're going to do Reigns yet. Like a, like, like a filler match. Yeah, yeah it seems or, like a good option. Seems mm-hmm. like a good option because, I mean, honestly, I think there's a lot of money down the line doing a big man, small man thing with uh, Balor and uh, Brock. So, I agree, yeah. So, so if you keep them apart for a long while, that would be it would be smart. I mean, honestly, they don't give a fuck about fucking Bray at this point, so they'd be willing to sacrifice him to Brock. You know what? Yep. I would love to see that at a, well, no, Strowman might be back by the I mean, he will be back, but they might be looking at that maybe for SummerSlam now, perhaps, cuz we know mm-hmm. Brock will be back for SummerSlam. Yeah. And then maybe Balor for Survivor Series, who knows? I don't know. But yeah, uh, I do, I do like the dichotomy the difference of seeing Brock just out there ready to go and Balor doing the demon thing. Like that's mm-hmm. That's cool visuals back and forth with that because mm-hmm. we haven't really seen Brock do that at all against anyone yet. So, and that would be an interesting feud. Like, okay, so the, the demon thing with Balor is something they have to use sparingly. Like, it's it's not something he should bring to every mm-hmm. pay per view. So they could do the same yeah. thing they did with Ambrose, where Ambrose is just getting ragdolled by Brock every week, where mm-hmm. it's, it's obvious he can't stand up to him. But if he turns into the demon. He has a chance against Brock, mm-hmm. and yeah, and, like when and, Ambrose got all his weapons in that, it's it's a he yeah. yeah. And then just this this time though, actually give Balor some offense yeah. in the final match instead of just fucking Brock mm-hmm. killing him. But, I don't know, man. Yeah. They fu- he fucking squashed Ambrose pretty much, so I wouldn't be surprised if he like just looked at yeah. Balor and was well, like, a... no, no, no. Remember, he nothing. was leading up that's to his actual like UFC fight. But I mean, for that mania match, so that just kind of spiked things there. Um, you know, it almost feels like they 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 were punishing Ambrose, so because I mean, you know, there have been backstage rumors that Ambrose just feels kind of complacent and lazy in his uh, in his spot that he has, and see, it feels like I don't buy that shit. What I always heard about that was that that uh, Lesnar didn't want to work. That's what I well, heard about. I heard that Lesnar mania. didn't want to work because he was training for his UFC. That's fight. what Ambrose said. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, for for Ambrose, I, I don't think he is lazy. I think he might come off that way, and people just don't know how to read him. Yeah, because he dude, seems he seems kind of goofy and aloof, so he might come off that way. But he's like, whatever. He's nonplussed by it. Doesn't mean he doesn't care. I agree, a hundred percent. He That's is how he comes across. I think, on I think he's that. I've seen a lot of like back before he came in WWE. He did shoot interviews and stuff, and he just completely comes off as if he doesn't care. Like he's just totally just I just along for the ride and stuff. And I can definitely see how people can see how he's just complacent and he doesn't really it, care what he's it's doing. It's casual. Yeah, almost. but he does. And yet because... that works when he calls Kurt Angle from the ring. Like, that kind of stuff just works, I yeah. think. Yeah. It's because different. Kurt Angle wasn't there for some reason, right? Did they ever explain why? Yeah, I know. He didn't want to fly. Yeah, but I, I, I presume. Wish... I, I mean, that's what that normally happens. So Yeah. I, I kind of wish they'd just uh, throw Ambrose back, back heel. Um, because he's, he's just yeah. as a baby face, he doesn't work for me at all. He's he's just watered. He's he's too way watered down as a heel. I loved him in the Shield as a heel, man. Oh, he was my favorite great. heel. I I like him as a baby face, but he's not going to get what he really should as one. So I just want to yeah, see his old school promos again, man. Because he's as and it's got to be as a heel. He can't do that as a face because he does sh- come off as the goofy guy. His delivery and his hair, he is a bad guy. Like, he's yeah. kind of like the... And just, I like i like the idea of him going heel at some point against Balor, against Joe even. Because Joe, Joe's going to go good at some point. Against yeah. all these guys, against Braun even, against Roman, it's uh, Ambrose heel of, would be good for all that. Be, yeah, a lot, lot of potential for great matches there if they yeah. did that. But and it's funny because we talk about that, and then look who he's going to defend his title against next week on uh, Raw. It's going to be Miz. So it's Miz. again, for like I think it's what the 49th time they've defended the title against each other. Or they yeah, fought for the well, title? yeah, they never but Miz is good. So I'm they never should have. They never should like how they went from like the IC title being so hot to being like again just I don't care about it at all. And yet yes. now it's the yeah. de facto default top title because Lesnar. Yeah, and yeah. And, yet it, and yet it isn't the way it should be. Like if it was a few months ago, it would be like, yeah, people want that title. Damn right they do. They they mm-hmm. should never have taken the title off the Miz. He should he should have still been holding it at the, at this point. And by the way, fuck that guy in the comments who was like giving us shit, talk, <laughs> oh, talking up the yeah. Miz. 
Oh my god! Oh, he, yes. oh, he hasn't won in 2017, so he's just a mid card jobber. Fuck you! He's having his career resurgence right now. It yeah. doesn't matter if he's winning people, or losing. People are paying to see him lose. The, he's yep. he literally called Miz a jobber. He literally said he is a jobber. He's an enhancement yeah. talent. No, no, fuck off. No, I, that's a very different thing. <laughs> I did say yes. I agree. Maybe he has an argument against Finn Balor being a draw, but dude. Oh my God, Miz is nowhere near fucking. As much as I fucking no. hate Miz, because anybody on this podcast knows I fucking hate the Miz. Like, if that's all you legit. do is look at the win and loss, he loses a lot, yeah. But he makes it believable like he's gonna win throughout. That's the key to a match. It's not just about the end result. Yeah. And I think he, he makes you believe it through and through. He has been doing his best work ever in his career in mm -hmm. this last year and a half or right. so, and since the, the W and the WWE knows it. Yeah. I mean, they know it. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're giving him a lot of losses, but they know how to use him correctly at this point. And so. unfortunately, I am big on win and losses. I know a lot of people say, oh, they don't fucking matter. I'm big on Same here. win and losses. I think that's, oh, they matter. It's important they, to me. They, no, they matter. matter to an extent, but I mean. They matter, but when when it's almost like in, I can compare this to UFC. You might have this back and forth fight, and yeah, that guy won. But man, that was so close. He's still good over there, too. We're going to keep giving him opportunities. That's and what Miz, Miz is kind of doing right now. He might be losing, but damn, it's close. Like, ah, oh, you can't take it away from him. And Miz is kind of the Chael Sonnen of the WWE yes. right now because okay. he's just, he's just, his promos are so fucking good. Yeah. I can see, I can see that. Um, but, uh, does any, did anybody watch, uh, this past week on Raw? Does any, anything else stand out to you guys that went down? Because what about, what do you guys think of Bray Wyatt beating Ambrose? It was unexpected. Uh, yeah. I, when yeah, I saw the main event, it, I was it like... It wasn't, what? wasn't. Because it's like, oh, of course he won. He's, he was the champion. He beat Orton. He's going to be a big deal over here for some reason. Well, I, I was surprised that they actually gave a fuck about <laughs> the fact that they had him with holding the title like a month earlier. I, yeah. I was, I was kind of like, oh, they'll just forget that shit and totally re reset him on Raw. But, yeah, hey, whatever. I mean, Ambrose can absorb a loss without any fucking problem. Yeah. It, and it's these guys again. They, they've got history from the Shield and Wyatts back in the day. They do. Um, and I enjoyed their feud that they had back oh, uh, yeah. a while back. I, I think, honestly, the, the coolest thing from Raw was uh, Sheamus and Cesaro running the table. Man. They're doing good heel shit. They, they went all the way through. I've never oh, yeah. seen Turmoil go start to finish with the one team. And that's yeah. crazy. Like, they're, but those guys make it yeah. believable. They're the so number one was, contenders was, again. So, yeah, poor Jeff Hardy's tooth. Yeah, but they uh, probably yeah. buried the whole tag team. Um, I have a question. I didn't. Up. I didn't see all of Raw, but was Jeff actually there, or was he in yeah. tape stuff backstage? Yeah. yeah, they came out after. Because the... remember when DNA could not bring Jeff Hardy to England because of some kind of prior. I drug remember thing? that. Yeah, they were in England. Did oh, yeah, they did, I, did W actually get him there? Yeah, they they, they were there. Yeah, they came out there. after the match. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. Okay. I think they just have the money and influence to clear that shit a little bit better. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um, but, yeah, that was the only other thing that I wanted to talk about about Raw, really, was the Cesar and Sheamus. Again, number one contenders, so that's going to I think. I think this is time. I think the next time it's got to – I think they're going to take the titles. And fingers crossed, maybe we'll have a broken uh, gimmick pop out. Who knows? But, but they're still I, battling about that, right? That's going to be like, slow. I don't know. But the thing is, like, last time, though, we were here, like, everyone's like, oh, they bought the rights to the Broken. But the last thing I heard was TNA was trying to, like, um, trademark. Oh, yeah. Let me yeah. tell you. Right. Let me tell you. I heard a lot of things. I heard 100% they were not going to be at WrestleMania. They weren't coming to WWE. And they fucking showed up. So I'll believe when I fucking see it. Because I heard 100% they weren't going to be at WrestleMania. And they showed up. So, and I shit my pants. But anyway. Hey, mate. Maybe they'll just call themselves Shattered Matt Hardy. There you go. Shattered. Trademark. There you go. <laughs> Shattered Dreams. Slap it down. Uh, well, he still does the motions. Like, he'll go out there and do the delete thing oh, yeah. and that. But They are so showing the delete thing now, I guess. Yeah. Like, he did it on Raw or uh, the Raw last week, I think. So. Mm -hmm. But yeah. uh, overall, I wasn't a big fan of Raw. It kind of, to me, it was kind of shitty. No. The main event was just so weird to me. Like, putting Bray Wyatt and Ambrose against each other, both guys didn't really need to take a loss. And then... The fact that also Finn Balor beat the Miz, but yet Miz is number one contender, it just, I, I don't know. It's it just, it's, Raw still really is doing some weird, I was confused for payback, and I'm fucking confused after this past Raw. I don't, I don't really know where everything's going. They're trying to make everybody be upper level 
instead they're taking guys who are and having them lose to people who they normally don't and it's getting weird like who's yeah. what now it's it's yeah. having the adverse effect of elevating them right yeah. so that's that's what happens when you don't build people properly you if you just throw mm-hmm. a guy into the mix like Jinder Mahal thank you and you don't and you don't build them properly then it makes everything feel weird and the audience responds badly but to and it. that's can i say kind of that like Jinder Mahal Smackdown has was been so doing great. Jinder Mahal has been doing such good work with what he's able to do right now. Oh, yeah. No, he has. Like, holy I mean, frick. Apparently, he has been just chomping on the bit to move up and do better stuff. And they've mm-hmm. finally given him a chance. And he's definitely making the most of it. I, like, I'm I'm not going to sit here and say he's a great worker or anything. He's, he's pretty decent. But he has been really trying. He's really been up in his game. His promos is better. His work in the ring is better. Uh, it also helps that he's been now working with guys who are, like, fucking world-class, so it just, you know, rubs off on him and makes him look better, and he hasn't fucked anything up so far, other than kind of stiffen guys in the ring a little too much, but, you know, other than that. <laughs> yeah, and I really can't give my two cents on whether or not he's been a good worker or not, because he really hasn't been able to showcase anything before. I mean, not that I've seen well, anyway. That's that's the thing. Yeah. That so goes back he to might be, he might not. Up. Yeah, he might be good. He might not be. I don't even know yet. So I haven't been able to see I, anything. I've seen I've seen some of his stuff outside of WWE. He's decent. He's decent yeah. in the ring. They've they've never given him anything in WWE to make him look like a threat to anybody, and that's the biggest problem. They have to <clears throat> retroactively build him up. I guess. At well, this, point. this is good because I have some stats to give you guys. Uh, courtesy oh. of cagematch.net, which I'm on like oh. 24-7. Oh. Um, so far this year, uh, Jinder Mahal has a 16.4% win record. He's uh, yeah. he's won nine matches of 55. And the entire last year, hmm. this is all of 2016, he won four matches last year. He won four matches in his career last year out of 46 matches. Yeah. That's like four more than I thought he actually wrestled. That's an 8.7% win percentage. And then 2015, eight matches. He won eight matches out of 24. 2014, five matches out of 64. And here it is. 2013, he's won, he won seven matches out of 112. That's a 6.3. This motherfucker has been losing... Yeah, they, an insane amount of time since but, oh, yeah, 2014. That's, that's, but w, that's, what, that's what WWE didn't WWE want to does. go to India. 2013, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what WWE does. They they just they they crush people, and when they try to push them, it just doesn't work because no one fucking buys them. I mean, is uh, wins and losses actually do matter? If if you got a guy losing every goddamn week on every one of your multiple fucking shows every mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. People aren't going to buy them. They're just and, not going to buy them as a main event. But track. that's an insane record, though. That's insane. Yeah, well, dude, it's not just even the ones that they never took seriously, like Jinder and one like that. I still maintain that after Ryback got sandbagged so hard, when he turned heel against Cena, no one really bought into it. And he yeah. was the hottest thing against Punk. Like, they had a surefire ticket with that. And they sandbagged him for a while. And people were like, no, he doesn't win, though. He's not going to beat Cena. And people actually believed he could at one point. No one ever thought Jinder could win the IC title, let alone the world title against Orton. And yet, yeah, look him. Yeah, he, he's the guy now. No, he's not. That's just well, what automatic. What do you guys think? Or what do you think the odds are at this point that he actually walks away? Dude, I fucking think he is. Like, pretty good. I think he's I'm, gonna I'm fucking win. He's gonna That's what I mean. Like I'm. The yeah. more I think about it, I think the more is like I think he's actually going to walk away. Yeah, which I mean I don't is, think he'll have it long. Like he won't go no. into SummerSlam as champion, it, it just frustrates think, me that they could have actually been like, yeah, we're going for that. Yeah, okay, let's let's work on and that. You know, because they have, me they off. know they know the arenas they're going to. They know the, the some stuff figured out. They have things worked out. They could be like, hey, let's not have Jinder lose for three months before the title match in June. And you, but you know what really fucking pisses me off if they do this thing, if they really do give gender, they may not, they may not, but it still pisses me off that it's a good possibility at this point that if Jinder Mahal wins the fucking championship, guys like fucking Mr. Perfect, fucking Roddy Piper never fucking won the title, but goddamn Jinder Mahal, who's won what, what, 15 matches in the past goddamn seven years in his career? This is fucking. They didn't have to. Exactly. Okay. Okay. That were Okay. it's be- it's a different era. It's better if they did. I agree. Yeah. Because but that's that's back in the era to... where that's back in the era where 
one having time. one or two title runs actually mattered. Mm-hmm. Now everyone has like 15 title runs and it doesn't mean shit, right? It's... Yeah. People still look fondly back on Ultimate Warrior for being the champ. He was champ once for a year. Yeah. Cena's been champ over 10 years of times and he's tied for Flair. And yeah, it's it's a, di- a different kind of era, a different kind of thing. Like, yeah, Savage only had it twice. And uh, Michaels yeah. had it three times, and and it's whatever. Yeah, Perfect never had it, but he was the guy to go against someone. And you get your odd ones, like Slaughter won it. Well, that's kind of weird. Why didn't someone yeah. else? Well, he was there? like super, like, super over though as a heel though. That was yeah, yeah. but it's still. But that that's kind of my point though. Sure. Like unless something like you strike it like that. Like when Undertaker won it in 1990, he was still like they only had had 20 or so champions mm-hmm. since the 60s. They're yeah. over 140 now? Yeah. Like, it changed hands eight times in 1999 or some shit. Like, it's it's a different time now. Yeah. So, like, if you took Triple H and put him back in that era, he never would have held it. No. Orton and I mean, So, the, the fact now that they have two shows a month that are pay-per-view-ish things, yeah, you're going to have more changes, and you're going to give a guy like Jinder a shot. Mm. When you had four pay-per-views, and one was a rumble without the title even being up there yeah and here's the thing i think they're doing the same thing with gender um it feels like they're doing exactly like a carbon copy of what they did with jbl um where one week he was just bradshaw jobbing and then the next week he was jbl and he was, he was on the, the fast- wrestling god yeah yeah and he was on the fast track to the title so they didn't do any build up with jbl either and eventually it worked it, it did. worked it did so I mean, there is well, a, there is a chance that it will work with gender. But hold are on, you though. saying gender is a Hindu wrestling god? No, no. Hold Pretty, on, though. I'm, I'm kind of thinking, <laughs> yeah, kind of. No, but hold on. JBL though, at least when he was with APA though, he was like a respectable. Like that dude's a badass. At least back then, he was like he was kind of built up in a way where he was not he was a job. Floating then, though. Yeah. He was well. No, to be yeah, fair, he, well, he was floating then. Like he wasn't. Yeah. Well, like... he was. He never kind of won, but he would beat the crap out of you. But he just couldn't put it together to win it. Yeah. Um. So he always had the idea that he you could beat him. you, but he never. He never pulled it off. Yeah. You that bought him fair. as badass. He, yeah. Gender for years was Nothing. you know whatever, and then kind of sort of with Rusev, but uh, it more dragged Rusev down than brought Gender up. And then did. suddenly, look, Gender, he's the guy. What? When? Yeah. Let's think the <laughs> the pay per view before he won the or won the number one contendership thing. He was remember we were all shocked that he had a pay per view match. That was weird. And oh yeah, the, the sudden one, match they had. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. Um, it's a weird. Very, it's very JBL like though. You're <laughs> the, right. The, it is. The thing is, on I've been looking at the house shows. Jinder Mahal has been like the main house show circuit they've been running with Jinder. He's been. Uh, fighting Orton for the title. It's been Randy Orton uh, defending the title against AJ Styles and Jinder Mahal in triple threat matches. That yeah. that's what they've been running uh, recently. So, which is oh, yeah. is smart as fuck because that yeah. is that is totally designed to get Jinder in shape for doing a world title match with better workers. Yeah, because oh, yeah. I haven't seen those matches, but I guarantee you, like they're probably given. Oh, I don't know if they're given AJ the actual the pinfall or whatever, but. They're probably not making Jinder look like uh, look weak at all. I assume. No. I hope not. Anyway, no. it's, it's, they did the same thing. They've always done that. Like Vader and Michaels did that for Christ's yeah. sake yeah. and stuff like that. It's nothing new. They're oh. they're trying to figure out and make the match good for TV. Remember when Finn Balor came back after on? It was a shock, but he also was on the dot com returning a few times before. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. they're they're trying to make it a big deal, but no, Jinder's had all these title matches. I want an opportunity. Yeah, go watch the show live. You'll see he gets them and loses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. I wish they wouldn't do that. I wish they. I, I wish they would keep uh, house shows and the stuff we see on TV totally separate and mm-hmm. not even mentioned on the dot com. Yeah, but uh, whatever. But there are some other things going on in SmackDown that I want to talk about. Uh, mainly for uh, Breezango. Yeah, thank teams. you. Thank you, God. I was the bless the uh, fashion files vignettes. The fashion. I think files. they've been great. That is literally two guys taking a crap situation and going, let's have fun. And it worked. Very New Day like. Funny, it's be honest. Actually, that's that's very much like Miz and Morrison, honestly. Morrison. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. But, like, 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 I'm, like, watching it and I'm, like, I don't think anyone 
wrote this from the WWE. Like, I think this was just kind of like a little bit on the fly, a little bit them pitching jokes and then someone not getting it and being like, oh, okay, how did this get here? Yeah, no, yeah. It, to me, it it, yeah. it's definitely my favorite thing going on in SmackDown kind of right now, even though, even with the AJ Styles and Kevin Owens and all that, dude, I fucking love the Fashion Files. I'm so glad. Mm. I've always kind of somewhat liked Fandango, Fandango, yep. whatever you want to fucking call him. But, uh, you mean Deputy Dango? Deputy, Deputy Dango, Dango, there you go. Uh, but I've always just wanted him to do something. I've never been a big Breeze fan. I know a lot of people are, but I've, I've really wanted a lot out of Fandango and... Dude, I really hope this is – I don't think they're going to win the titles. I think this is a, a kind of a false push for them. But because the Usos actually are kind of looking really good right now as well. Not uh, To me, not as entertaining, obviously, no. as Breeze Dongo, I, but Usos like, are looking good. I've liked Fandango, but he's been hamstrung by the gimmick. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. And yet he found a way with, with Breeze to actually – evolve it into this and it's like okay yeah. no this works this is this is natural for both of them yep and of course they grab it to each other they're both huge douchebags they're so this funny. is great <laughs> also they're good guys what okay they're so fucking funny yeah. dude it's it is weird well i mean zach Ryder's a douchebag and he's a good guy yeah but he's a yeah. likable douchebag yeah, yeah well that's the thing they, they've become likable douchebags that's basically yeah. what it is and, and i can't tell if i like the Usos, their like third gimmick change in the past two, three months. I do. How they just kind of come out. Well, it's just weird because it looks like I. It looks like they're. I mean, they're distressed how they are on the street. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. Visually, just to see them. Uh, I, I I like it know. because it's a total. It's a total one eighty from what they were as faces. Yeah, they, they were, were the most land high flyers. Yeah. That should not exist. And, and I mean, were. and I mean, they did. They had to do something to make them more distinct because they don't have the size of you of most Samoans. Like they're 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 actually pretty mm-hmm. goddamn small for Samoans. So they have to do yeah something. of their whole family. Yeah. See, the reason I really like the Usos right now, and this is, I think I'm pretty confident I can say this. This is probably the favorite Usos that I've seen so far, is because Same here. they're actually getting mic time and they're actually doing good work on the mic. Before they were. They were they were nothing when they were faces. They were just getting over by having the bright colors and the face paint and doing, as you said, the flashy high flying moves. Now right. they're actually on the mic. They're spitting out some good shit, and I'm actually liking them a lot. So somehow, after we talk so much shit about the SmackDown tag division, we have a good tag team title there. match coming up. Well, they had yeah. nowhere to go but up. Yeah, that's true. So- <laughs> I don't yeah. like any of the other teams, but. Breezango and the Usos, I think, is going to be a good match at Backlash coming up. I think it will be. Yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. think so, too. I'm actually excited for it. Like, I kind of started that as a joke, but I'm, I yeah. am genuine a huge fan of this. Yeah, and, here's a spoiler, and here's a spoiler for me already. I don't think that uh, Breezango is going to win the titles. I really wish they would, but I don't think they are. Not this. I would not be surprised if they did, but they're not going to. Yeah, it it doesn't really make sense for them to do it because Usos need to be strong heels. So, yeah, and it works. It works better for them if they don't win. Like they can Mm -hmm. do do more with that gimmick. Yeah, you just said it, American Alpha. What the fuck, man? What the fuck? Where I think they're the Enzo and Cass of SmackDown, dude. Yeah, they pushed them too hard and too fast. And, well, yeah, they buried the division like uh, during the terminal match, and then after that, yeah, what a wasted just, title! Run. They had no competition. And, you know what? You want to know yeah. they're waste? They don't have Naomi's belt glowing. That's uh, uh, no. For, I forgot. You know what the, it's just I this black toy around her waist. What the fuck? <laughs> you know what the you I, know what the biggest waste is is that there should be a tag team division on one brand only. Thank yeah. Yep. That would it, mm. imagine how amazing this fucking tag team division would be if it was all oh, yeah. in one fucking brand. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fucking sweet. Yeah. I agree. You, you would not be at a loss for great matches. And no, great NXT's angles. tag brand is better right now. Yeah, it is. Um speaking of somewhat NXT, I have to ask, what the fuck? I thought they were going to do this big thing with Ty Dillinger. What the fuck's going on with Ty Dillinger? Why is he like Facing he got called up Aiden English right now, of all people. It's because he got called up to because WWE television, and that's, that's what the they same. do. Yeah, no, you you start small. That that's what they always do. 
Oh, yeah. And Aiden English yeah. is getting his uh, mental illness push as uh, a uh, way to make fun of fucking more Ronaldo, which is yeah. just fucking low class as shit. That is the most disgusting thing. I don't, I don't buy that. Oh, person. come on. That's, it's eh. the WWE. You Wait, know that's what they're doing. I missed it. I don't I missed buy it. that. You Are missed they, what? Are they doing a bullying gimmick? Is that what they're doing? Or? Yeah, sort of he's like overly a... emotional and breaking yeah. down over being bullied. Yeah, it's 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 oh, fucking blatantly obvious. He's not yeah, being bullied just, though. He's just losing. Next month, Nobody's acting like it. But next no, month, but they're they're, they're yeah, making fun of his anti-bullying. But his reactions to losing, they are making fun of that. Yeah, they're making which they're making has fun no of place. Which it's just disgusting. I don't know. It, Even it's if it's not a Ronaldo thing, yeah, they are it's disgusting that. to make fun of someone who's emotional over losing. Yeah, it's like that's just bad. That's all they do. That's his character, though. He's like yeah, the drama, just... the drama king, right? Is that yeah. what his gimmick is? No, and I get is, that. But then they make fun of him for it. So when he yeah. wins, though, I assume he's going to still do the. He's going to be overly dramatic, and like, that's as a fine. Winner. But they shouldn't be making eh. fun of the guy. Yeah, when, and when the commentators shouldn't be making fun of him. Other wrestlers can because they're bad guys or whatever. But the commentators shouldn't be like, "Oh, this is ridiculous." That yeah. is the wrong thing. Yeah. I mean, it just, it, it, it just feels like a, a way to give uh, JBL a little pat on the back. There, 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 guy. We'll, we'll give you a little yeah. uh, something, something. <laughs> you washed out the one who couldn't handle it. You know, the most legit yeah. broadcaster you've had. It, yeah. I'm going to put a period on that. There, it's like one of the most legit you've ever had. Yeah, and, and which, by the way, since Jim Ross is sort of back in the fold of WWE, get more Ronaldo back on fucking Access for fucking New Japan, please. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. someone hire Mike Goldberg already. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, that's the the UFC guy, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, was the was. he's done after as of last year. So oh. I wait, think he'd be he, good what, for that. What has he been doing? Nothing. Uh, but he does other stuff too. But oh, okay, yeah. His main thing is up. So yeah, the, they kind of are looking at him to bring him in. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, but one of the last things I want to talk about really about SmackDown right now is the whole Dolph Ziggler, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, I guess feud. I don't even. I don't. Did even, you I, see the racist yeah. font that they used? Wait, what? Oh god, no! I missed that. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? They, they they had a font for their like confrontation or whatever they were gonna have, and it was like all in done. It was done all in Japanese kind of character <laughs> font. It was it, both what? both Dolph do, no, Ziggler. They don't need and... to do that with they. No, oh, they don't need to his... do that with him. He doesn't they need don't, that. They don't have gimmick. Finn Balor being Mr. Irish Leprechaun guy. Why yeah. are they making? Well, yeah, he's Japanese, sure, but come on. It, it was weird because the entire font was it had Dolph Ziggler's name and Shinsuke. They were both done in this sort of <laughs> this sort of like Hong Kongish kind of. And have you big noticed trouble little China fonts? Kind they're of introducing Shinsuke as the artist Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, and they shouldn't really play up the Michael Jackson thing. I mean, everyone no. gets it. And let it be they... a thing. Yeah. Just let it let it be the thing, but don't do that. Just let him do his thing. Don't fucking put a character yeah. on. He yeah. is his own character. Well, I, and I remember that misstep mm-hmm. they had. We talked about this when Balor first brought in the demon. It was like, oh, it's this thing he taps into. Maybe he can't control it. No, it's the thing he does. It doesn't have yeah. to be a supernatural thing. Don't make it more than it needs to be. Yeah. And that's what they're trying to do. They're doing that with Nakamura. It's like, no, just let him be this weird Japanese dude. <laughs> That's yeah. fine. No, their inter- the, him and Ziggler's interaction now, was a lot better than last week's. Oh yeah, the like, Michael Jackson. Well, hold on, horrible. time out. No, but that's not that's not what this is. It's been a great build with these two. I just don't care because Ziggler has fallen so far off. But you guys aren't concerned or worried that it's been all of their confrontations have been the exact same. It's literally. I, I think this was no, like Dolph a redo. One guy has bad English. Another guy doesn't give a shit. But so why the yeah, fuck like, do they do keep better. giving him the goddamn microphone then? Because when they have the match and Ziggler naturally sells awesome, takes oh, Nakamura is oh, yeah. like it's amazing. You're like, gonna forget about the build. The match like is gonna be great. Oh, I hope Z- 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 that's the thing. For that match. So yeah, no. The like, match even how he was great. selling on like SmackDown, it, he's you know I mean his instinct is gonna kick in yeah. and it's gonna be a great match. And then we're gonna kind of forget about the little bit lack of a build. Yep. It's an actual uh, proper so, bill that is so lackluster. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, like I you can tell, Ziggler doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing. Like, no, they're they're. I think they're just totally betting on the fact that Ziggler's going to bump like a motherfucker for Nakamura, and that's it. I think yeah. that I think that's yeah, basically going to make his offense look exactly. Yeah, that's. I think that's the only reason they put him in there. Um, he's there to legitimize Nakamura. Th- everybody else. Yeah, yeah, and he will. Like his offense 
is gonna look awesome. This is funny. Ziggler like, is literally fun to watch. Ziggler's literally like the gatekeeper now. Like first he did Baron Corbin, now he's doing Nakamura, and I guarantee you, I'm I'm calling it right now. I think he's gonna be because I mentioned Ty Dillinger earlier. I bet when Ty Dillinger finally gets done, it's gonna be Dolph Ziggler, Ty Dillinger, and oh yeah, then he's well, gonna put. Dillinger, uh, oh. Dillinger over. Dolph's gimmick is, you know, stop being obsessed with the shiny new toys. There's good ones right here. So that that makes absolute sense. Yeah. And then mm. he just loses. So. Just too, too, just too bad that they never could do anything with fucking Ziggler. That's all. Well, they needed to pull the trigger when they did, and then they, they didn't. Had something. They tried to pull the trigger. Yeah. Well, and it was even they, they had something special with him in the Miz a couple months ago. Then they that next SmackDown, they took the title off of him, and they just yeah, they blew that so they, bad. They they. There was there was more to tell at that. There was more story to tell there, yeah. and I'm still a little bit upset about that. So Dave, like his whole career, WB has just kind of dicked him around, and it's kind of unfortunate because he's been a trooper it's, kind of for the most part. He's, but he's I think it's now guys, starting to show. He's one of those guys that needs to go. We said it before. He needs to go get reinvigorated. So yeah. when he comes back, it's a big deal because he's just always kind of been here. Imagine if him. He is late. Like if they're calling. Ambrose lazy. I feel Ziggler is, and this might sound weird. I'm not not truly late, like in that sense, but he is kind of taking it for granted, and he's trying to get better, but he's not doing anything different. Meaning he's not improving. Yeah, man, you know what I mean. Like he's not changing it up, and it's not working. So stop doing that and do something different. I, I think he could have the same kind of thing Cody Rhodes has had, uh, just breaking off from WWE. Like I think he could. I think he could make a pretty goddamn big splash in Japan. I yeah. mean, if, if that was something that he felt like work would work for him. I bet you he would take the cheap road and go straight to fucking Impact, though. Oh, I don't know. I don't no. think there's I any money. Think, I don't think he would. No, there's, there's I think no money there. Afford. No, yeah. I think he knows how good things are with WWE. That's but he needs to break through that ceiling and nothing is working. So he needs to go away, recharge it, and come back. Not go yeah. down there. And, that, yeah. that would be the wrong way. He I knows do... that's a step. I do have to admit, I uh, for about three hours today, I was just watching all Impact Wrestling stuff. So sorry, yeah, they may have just jumped oh, out. Why? I sorry, it was <laughs> it, it happened. I was watching all like all the latest Impact Wrestling. I'm all caught up. Uh, I like the right. well, we lost all our stuff. viewers like there, so thank you guys for yeah. tuning into Jumper <laughs> yeah. Radio. By the way, <laughs> yes. So, uh, but before we go, I had it down to talk about. I actually wrote this down to talk about, it, and I didn't write. I didn't mention it at the top of the show. I kind of fucked it up. So, uh, as we do close the show here, I do want to bring up, guys, a huge announcement. Usually you do this at the beginning of the fucking show, but uh, we're going to do it right now. Um, Jobberradio.com. We, uh... We're gonna we're gonna have a website, guys. We're it's basically it's been in the works for a little while. Um, it's gonna be launched by the time you hear this. You need to go check it out as soon as you hear this. Boom! Type it in jobberradio.com. You're gonna have all of our latest videos on YouTube and all of our podcasts. You got information about us, the history of Jobber Radio, all kinds of the stuff. Plenty of stuff to come, by the way. But um, see, I I meant to talk about this at the beginning. I feel so like nobody's even I listening. Thought you anymore. did. I did didn't, not. Didn't I did not. I did not mention this. You could always edit this part in. No, no. Nope, this about. is it. I'm yeah. not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. That's not how we do it, yeah. I'm lazy. we got to redo the whole nope, thing. I'm lazy. Here it is. I, I'm just going to do a teaser. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to release a video later on that's going to talk about the Jabba Radio Prediction League. Now, uh, it's going to be a separate video. You'll see more details on it later. But for everybody listening right now, jobberradio.com you go there we're going to have a prediction league where we're going to have pay-per-view prediction events where you're going to sign up you're going to create a profile pick a character that's going to like represent you i got dean ambrose we got peanut with ryback for some fucking reason um <laughs> fitting yeah, yeah lee's got lee picked arn anderson we got rab with matt Z- uh i just said matt zion matt hardy <laughs> and we got scott with bret hart and eventually we'll get matt zion in it when he gets back but guys you're going to go there. We're going to have predictions. Rab and Matt Zion are done with their vacation. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to go there. We can have predictions. We're going to have contests, all kinds of fun stuff. It's going to be good. You need to go check it out. Jabberradio.com. I will release a video with more details, more information. You'll see it later on uh, before we go. And I think NXT TakeOver Chicago. I think I want to have that as our debut uh, Prediction League show. So... Yeah, so this is going to be good for all you marks out there who think you know better than us. Yeah, because uh, we're, we're, we're going to be going to do this prediction league. Well, we'll see. We'll see who predicts the better matches. There, all of you 
marks out there listening to us right now. So uh, yeah. just just keep that in mind. Sign up on jobberradio.com, get your profile done up, and start into the prediction league for yeah. pay-per-views going yeah. forward. And I even did a couple tutorial videos in case you don't know how to fucking do it, even though it's simple. Uh, there's a couple of tutorial videos you'll find on the website. And oh, I think totally taking advantage of that. I know. I think <laughs> I think we need to put peanut. I think peanut needs to be in the main event of the first show. What do you guys think? Sure. I think I think we need to have peanut Ryback, a.k.a. Ryback going on, going toe to toe against somebody. I don't know. I'll pick a random fan. We'll have a random fan to sign up. Uh, how about this? How about the very first fan? That signs up. The Peanut Challenge. Account. It's going to be you versus the Peanut. The challenge is open. Yes. Who, the very first person to sign up. <laughs> we'll face Peanut. We'll face Peanut. At- I was hoping for a moment for that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, well, if you hook, if you suck with us long enough, there you go. You got that. But like I said, more info to come. Guys, uh, I think it's about time we head out of here. We did, uh, we did some good stuff today. I think we did some good stuff. Yes, it was fun. Yeah. Definitely yes. fun. Uh, and it, was, it, was, it was totally sufficient. And who knows? Maybe Matt Zion <laughs> and Rab will be back one day. Maybe they'll be back someday. Maybe. Yeah. Well, one, once Matt's done uh, uh, blowing male Asian hookers to get more money for uh, reckless yeah. eating. Um, yeah. You but all right, guys, we're <laughs> out of here. Um, we'll see you guys in two weeks for the podcast. Check out us on YouTube, Jabba Radio. Do it. Do it right. And we're out of here.